Hello there, everyone. My name is Aaron Burr. Welcome to the We All Can Change podcast. Here I help others heal the earth to live a more fulfilled and healthier life. I like to keep things pretty lighthearted, so that's why I do all this in a non-extreme and not too serious way. Seriously. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to episode 40. This week, I'm talking about different different paths we can take in creating change in the world and also in the environmental movement and, and bettering the planet, bettering our impact, bettering our lives. So I'll be diving into topics like, can living like a monk really help the world? Is Wu Wei the way? <laughs> or is is loud and proud this revolutionary path? Is this more effective than than you know, quiet yourself, quiet your mind, look within to to change the outside, blah blah blah. Not blah blah blah, but you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> I kind of feel like blah 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 is is a bit of an insult to anything that's that's like actually really good in the world. Uh, yeah. Then I'll talk about topics like, you know, does, does changing ourselves and looking within, does this really, can this really impact the world? And then I'll talk about a liberating yet sort of scary, maybe uneasy way of looking at the world and way of looking at life and way of thinking, I suppose. And I, I'm really excited personally to dive into spirituality and kind of dig deeper for my own personal benefit and and to see you know what what kind of what kind of fits well with me because it feels like things that I've that I've looked into researched and and really been exposed to in the past really haven't clicked with me and and maybe that's because I wasn't ready for them right maybe I wasn't in a in a time of my life that I was ready to truly absorb those those things and those teachings right but but uh yeah maybe it's different now or maybe it's not I just need to find my my spiritual alignment and I think I'm I think I'm getting closer and closer and deeper and deeper into this stuff so so yeah I'm just really excited to, to do topics like this because I get to learn kind of kind of with you as you're listening or you know, you might you might actually know more than me uh, listening to this about about this kind of stuff about spirituality or about about this way of life. Really, it doesn't have to be spiritual; just more so a, a way of life and more of a philosophy, right? As we'll find out, that's what a lot of these uh, Eastern religions tend to be more so. Anyways, <clears throat> it's it's, it's kind of good to scrub the surface on these topics because. Well, I mean, I mean, that's kind of what we have to do when we're first learning, right? Like when when I'm first learning, when you're first learning about this, uh, I think it's nice to to kind of get a surface level approach. So none of this is like super deep. And I mean, it's it's like, you know, it's not like I spent all my life learning about this stuff, right? <laughs> that's not that's not the point of this podcast is to dive into the way of the monk, right? And so I, I, I don't, I didn't really give that expectation on myself, and I don't think you expected that from me. So, just in case, this is definitely some surface level stuff. 
it just it just it just reminds me like how much I gain from this podcast, like like learning these things and and kind of just getting creative and just saying, hey, you know, let me let me learn about this and and just really dive into this topic for a week and then share what I've what I've learned from every from from all this research and all this learning from just just on my computer or from talking to people and what have you. So yeah, it's just it just makes me really appreciative and super grateful about being able to do this podcast. And I hope that you get to learn some things as well. <laughs> so let's just start with like this whole way of the monk thing. I'm going to take a sip of water because here we go, you know. <sighs> mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, this, this whole, this whole lifestyle that's, that seems like it's, it's totally separate from society and it's this total uh, definitely alternative to the status quo and the, the norm, right? There's a lot of talk about about living this way and there's a lot of talk about this is actually the better way to live life and then also to make changes in our lives and then also in the world and to change the world that even, which which is crazy, right? You think of, you think of, living as a monk or, or even just living as a Buddhist uh, or these different philosophies and religions and you think, well, it's all super inward focused. Like how are we to make any real change in the world, right? <laughs> you know, how we're like, like if we're, if we're just looking within and we're focusing on our individual actions, I mean, how, how are we going to like, does that mean we're not going to be able to protest. Does that mean, you know, we can't hold our governments accountable? We can't enact new, better policies? Like, how do things actually change? How does this keep all the darkness in the world and the bad in the world from coming in, right? How does inaction prevent darkness? Yeah, I've got a lot of questions. Hmm. Not a lot of answers for, for having a podcast. You'd think there'd be more answers on here. <laughs> no, I, I, I'd say I'm pretty answer-centric. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I just need to get a monk on this on this podcast. So if anyone knows or has any monk friends or anything that are just like full-blown Buddhists or, or Taoists or what have you, get them on here. Get them over here. Someone like Jay Shetty, is that his, is that how you pronounce his last name? The one that uh, he used to be a monk and then he, or no, he was like a monk for a few years or something like that and then, but like he has like all this knowledge I think about life which is cool. Uh, yeah, let's get a monk on here. But in the meantime, I think if we if we kind of pick apart different philosophies and different religions and kind of kind of scrub the surface on on certain things. I think we can get some answers, right? I mean, I, I have I have some ideas, and I know I have some knowledge about this stuff. I can also share with you some 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 quotes and some things that some pretty pretty knowledgeable people have about these issues. So, I think I think a good transition is into into Taoism and this idea of of Wu Wei. And if you haven't heard of that, the translation is is non-action or action of 
not acting really. Uh, and I think we associate this this idea a lot with the idea of a monk, right? Like going into a cave, being away from society, and and just meditating, right? And uh, it's I think it's it's powerful, but you know, as far as in a way to to change the world, immediately it doesn't seem like a big driver of change, but. But as we dig deeper into these things, we realize, well, I think there is a lot of self-growth and, and self-reflection that's that's required for creating action. And that all starts from within, right? So I, I don't think non-action or, or action of not acting or, or whatever it is, I, I don't think those popular translations, I don't think they really like explain it very well. I think... I think what what hits me the best and what resonates with me the best is is it's really just going with the flow, the flow of of the natural way of things, like the the laws of nature. Or or Taoists talk a lot about being like water in that it it shapes and molds to its individual environments, but but stays strong like a river. Or an ocean. There's a quote that I have here that kind of resembles that quite a bit. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> uh, uh, clears the throat. When we learn to work with our own inner nature and with the natural laws operating around us, we reach the level of Wu Wei. Then we work with the natural order of things and operate on the principle of minimal effort. Since the natural world follows that principle, it does not make mistakes. Mistakes are made or imagined by man. The creature with the overloaded brain who separates himself from the supporting network of natural laws by interfering and trying too hard. <laughs> that's good. But that still like raises the question about how can minimal effort and and this action of doing nothing or acting of not acting how can we get anywhere how can we accomplish anything don't we need to give 100 hours a week every single week to get anywhere are we supposed to lose sleep and and just grind until until we've achieved what we want to achieve well, this philosophy is saying the opposite. It's saying, what if that isn't the way? And in a way, they're saying that isn't the way. But as you know, a lot of these Eastern philosophies and religions typically don't say that anything they talk about is the way, right? It's just maybe their way, <clears throat> which is nice and refreshing you know i think about the natural flow of things without giving into the laws of nature i kind of think about community and creating balanced workloads balanced chores to do and and you know different tasks assigned to different people in a in a well thought out way joining forces and accomplishing all the things that we need to accomplish all while staying in the flow of this 
natural process or this law of nature as they talk about. As far as the question about what happens when when we don't act against darkness, right? How does darkness not keep creeping up and take over the world without looking into anything? I'd assume that maybe the answer could be let nature run its course or, you know, flow with nature, but maybe act in flowing with nature. I have no clue. (laughs) You know, like an example would be like, even, even if we, are flowing with nature or, or flowing with the laws of, of the universe or with the laws of life, even with they're flo- flowing with these things and even for being like water, there's still people out there that aren't being like water or there's still people out there polluting the world. And maybe a response would be, yeah, still flow with nature and maybe letting nature run its course is shaking humans off, right? And I'd, I'd like to believe that that may not be the case. And and uh, as, as we'll talk about later, maybe it doesn't matter if that's the case or not. Yeah, I really need to interview a monk on here. Because <laughs> I can't answer any of this stuff. But I did find an interview when I was thinking about that idea. Uh I'm going to fuck up this name so bad. <laughs> but you've, you've heard of it. You've heard of him before, probably. He's up there with like the Dalai Lama uh, and other individuals like that. Name is Dik Nyak Han. And so I didn't, the interview is actually not with him, but it's with one of his disciples, and I'm not going to say that name because I couldn't figure out a translation like, you know, like a verbal translation online. I couldn't find anything. So I really just don't want to ruin it and completely butcher it. So it's in the show notes, the name. But uh, I have some pretty cool quotes from that interview. It's really it's really in response to, I think the the person giving the interview was was asking about you know, the current political situation and, and how to respond to things like, like, I don't know, just like the polarization of our country. And and maybe if you disagree with our president, which if you care about the planet, you probably do. How do you like deal with these things? How do you approach these things in their way, right? In the, in the Buddhist way, this is, this is into Buddhism, by the way, this is out of Taoism into uh they're actually so so this this like school of teaching was was really uh a part of not was it still is is really a part of engaged buddhism which i'll get into a little bit later about it's really about like like active buddhism like in in politics in society which is pretty cool which i didn't really know about till i did research on it so the the answer to, you know, asking about, you know, how do you deal with the current situations? How do you think about these? How do you go about go about day to day? He said, people are so convinced that anger and all this energy will produce change. But in fact, it's very destructive because you're opposing opposition wastes energy, 
It's not healing. Emotions can be good. Passion can be good. And compassion is very passionate. But compassion doesn't waste energy. It includes and it understands. It's more clear. And this is, this is like the interesting part. Engage in protest, but not from a place of anger. You need to express your opinion, and you need to go out there and say this is wrong. But don't do it by saying hateful things. In a way, we Buddhists look more at energy than personality. That helps us be wiser. So, like I said with the engaged Buddhism thing, it's like this, this compassionate, loving approach to an actual active and engaging style and and form of of Buddhism. And maybe, you know, maybe there's nothing about Buddhism that says you can't be active. I mean, I think it's just really just, you can't impose your will. You know, that's, that's a big thing, I think. But, but I think you can be active and state your opinion without imposing your will on the people. And I think what happened, what, what, uh, the founder here did, uh, Han, he just, just kind of emphasized that, that this isn't really against Buddhism and you can go about these things in a Buddhist way. You don't even have to be Buddhist to go about things in a Buddhist way. <laughs> but, but the question still arises, like, can, can changing ourselves really change the world because because even though there's this engaged buddhism now or not even now this started like in the 60s even though this exists like is really focusing most of our energy on ourselves is that really gonna actually change the world i have another quote for you and this was from a unknown monk actually so (laughs) i don't know if they know what they're talking about but we'll find out you know maybe eventually if this comes out to be just totally false i don't think so i think the words have meaning and that's why it's pretty popular you've probably heard of it when i was a young man i wanted to change the world i found it was difficult to change the world so i tried to change my nation when i found i couldn't change the nation i began to focus on my town i couldn't change the town and as an older man i tried to change my family now, as an old man, I realize the only thing I can change is myself. And suddenly I realize that if long ago I had changed myself, I could have made an impact on my family. My family could have made an impact on our town. Their impact could have, had, could have changed the nation. And I could have indeed changed the world. Oh, no, monk. 1100 A.D. <laughs> so cool. So this is this is going with the whole grassroots focus on yourself, focus on, you know, your family, focus on your community, focus on you know, this is all these are all steps, right? See, so, but you start with yourself and and by doing so it creates this this domino effect, right? And I think I think in large this is what I've chosen to focus on is this grassroots start from the bottom started from the bottom now we hear uh is that drake approach (laughs) you know grassroots is just a catchy word but in real reality like monks and and buddhists have been using it for hundreds of years right (laughs) it's like looking within to 
to solve our issues first and to solve and to mitigate suffering, right? And to, well, not avoid suffering, but, but, uh, but maybe reach this level of fulfillment and happiness, which in turn reaches this level of an improved family, improved community, nation, and then world, right? So, so while I believe this and while I've chosen this, I do try not to remain too attached to, you know, one idea or way of thinking or philosophy or approach. I mean, while this has been the best route for me and in my opinion, the best route to take, I don't, I don't really remain like attached to it. I think I'll, I'll allow myself to change that if I need to, or if I want to, I try my best to, to listen to, to different ideas and to different strategies. You know, I have a lot of people that I follow that, that talk about like pretty, pretty bluntly, like saying, no, you need to choose policy and, and, hold the corporations accountable and hold governments accountable. Don't worry about yourself. Like don't worry about individual action. That's not going to change anything. And I still remain to follow those people because, because I think it, it helps you grow in a way. Like my initial reaction is, is this is completely opposite of what I'm doing or it's not even opposite because, because in reality, a part of my, part of my, part of like individual actions are those things, Right. It's just not the only thing. So I don't think I totally disagree with, with people, but, but no, we're definitely taking a different route, right? That's a, it seems like that's a top bottom approach and where I'm, where I'm taking a bottom top approach. And there's, there's something to be said about, about, you know, we're all fighting the same battle, you know, who cares, right? But but there's also, there's actually this really good quote about, about, let's see, it's about grassroots versus, and it's specifically in the environment. I think it's from the EPA. It's about grassroots versus, you know, big, big organization level, top down approach to things. I'll find it later. I think it comes up actually in these notes, but really good quote. Yeah, I think I think I've come a long way in in listening and and I try my best and I definitely haven't always been that way. I've been pretty like headstrong about about my opinions. Uh but before that, I mean, I really didn't have opinions. You know, before that I was just kind of like learning and once you learn, you have to form opinions and then once you form opinions, you have to learn that your opinions can change and that other people have different opinions. <laughs> <laughs> looking into back to this back to this topic stop talking about me in researching about about buddhism and about activism and about about like how do you how do you create change with with looking within how do you create change with taoism with buddhism with these these different philosophies and religions and then i found engaged buddhism and and that's that's founded by by Dik Nyak Tan. And God, if I'm totally ruining this this name, <laughs> pretty sure he's from Vietnam. So any Vietnamese individuals that are just 
<laughs> blown away by my terrible pronunciation. I'm so sorry. Uh, but no, he, he created this, this 14 precepts of this philosophy, this part of Buddhism. And I'll just share the 10th with you because I think it's, it's pretty relevant to, I guess, our situation and, and what we talk about here and, and the issues that are going on. So the first part is, is a little bit off, but, but second part is, is spot on. So first part, do not use the Buddhist community for personal gain or profit or transform your community into a political party. So I guess that's saying not pick a side, you know, don't use this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the really good part is a religious, a religious community, however, should take a clear stand against oppression and injustice and should strive to change the situation without engaging in partisan conflicts. So, I think I think in I think this is this is where I've I've been trying to get to and get at in in the podcast and my blog and and just we all can change in general is is approaching this this environmental movement and climate change and these issues as a, you know, as what it is, as a, as a purple issue, right? Not a red or blue, even, even saying purple is like not even inclusive because, because that's like either you're red or you're blue and we're combining those. It's like, it's just a, it's just a humanity, compassion, spiritual growth issue, right? And so I, I think this really resonated with me when I found it. And so I'm just, I'm just excited to be learning about this stuff is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's cool stuff. And I'm so glad that I picked this topic because I, don't really, I haven't really given myself the time or the space to, to learn about these things. All right, all right, all right. More quotes. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not sorry. These are, these are great. I'm just, I'm just gonna turn this podcast into, into quotes, just, just uh, the quote cast, and it's literally just none of my ideas. It's just everything else, everyone else's ideas and and words, and I'm not even gonna put them into context. It's just gonna be random, random quotes. <laughs> Laura thinks I'm funny. I have an audience of one today. <laughs> The popularity is growing, I swear to God. <laughs> we all can change is going to be huge. Okay, so so quote by our founder of Engaged Buddhism. I'm not going to keep saying his name because I think I'm like developing an insecurity around saying it. <laughs> uh, there's a revolution that needs to happen and it starts from the inside. No, no, not at the inside. It starts from inside each one of us. We need to wake up and fall in love with the earth. Our personal and collective happiness and survival depends on it. Other quote, this kind of enlightenment is crucial to a collective awakening. In Buddhism, we talk about meditation as an act of awakening. To be awake to the fact that earth is in danger and living species are in danger. So he's like talking directly about about the environment about the ecological crises that we're seeing and i i so for some reason like these these huge religious 
religious people in the world or these prominent prominent people like in these religious uh sex sects <laughs> i can't really talk but but uh yeah these people i think with with that are that are ahead of these these different religions these different philosophies it's really like it's really powerful when they come out and they talk about real like societal issues right like about pope francis talking about climate change or or this quote that i just talked about with him talking about the environment and how we need to act right it, these these people when they come out about these things for some reason they carry like so much weight and i think it's really because you know the, you look at you look at christianity you look at all these religions eastern religions western religions you look at them as as these these almost like these above they're they're kind of like above society and they're above these issues but in reality like they're they're completely intertwined and and you may read about how people went about applying these philosophies a thousand years ago but in reality we can apply them today and when you see you know monks and and prominent figures figures that's the word that I was looking for figures in these religions when you see them and hear them talk about this it's it carries this weight because they're coming at it with a at an angle with compassion and an angle of of this is what I've been practicing this is what I've been teaching and this is this is how to act on this, right? And so it just carries this weight, which I think is is really effective and is what we need to see more of. So this 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 shut yourself off and and you know live in a cave and don't be a part of society, don't act and don't create action, don't create change in the world. I don't think that's really true, right? That's not really true with these these Eastern religions, like these this Buddhism, this Taoism, it's not entirely like maybe for some, right? Maybe for some they've, they've dedicated themselves to a monastery, but even then, like, even then you can, you can argue that by helping other monks and just in this little community, like those monks are going to go out and, and affect other people. And, and that's just how it all starts. Right. And so, so it's, it's not really a, a, justifiable answer that or justifiable statement to make that that monks and eastern religions and this this action of doing nothing action of inaction and focus on yourself you know shutting yourself off like that's not what's happening here i don't think i think there's something deeper and i think there's there's something else that's that's in motion that's in play and that's what this whole engaged Buddhism is trying to say, I think. I think if we apply these philosophies and we, we apply compassion and understanding and mindfulness to these issues, I think we would get a lot farther than where we are today. Shifting gears from does change does changing oneself or does changing our own lives really affect the world? Shifting gears away from that and, and saying isn't a loud and proud revolutionary protesting marching isn't this the more effective route 
right? Isn't this what we've seen in the past and in the world and and world changers? Aren't they taking a different route? And they're taking this more like down and dirty, like like millions of people approach, right? That's the question. And that's that's what I was asking too. And I gotta tell you, like during this research and during this learning, I've I've like changed well, I haven't really changed what I thought, but but I've definitely like created more tangible thoughts, I guess. You know, like I've been thinking about this in this way, but but having it on paper and having it spoken by prominent figures like this and, and in such a great and beautiful way, I think it's helped me out a lot. Uh, so it's it's nice to to think about these things this way. But I was still asking the question, like, isn't this you know that's that's the whole point of this this episode was was monks versus revolutionaries right and and maybe we'll find out that they're maybe one and the same yeah i mean think about think about your favorite revolutionary person that's that's led people and changed the world in some way right like martin luther king or gandhi or even like even like pretty prominent like business leaders Think about how they got there, like like way back in the beginning where they started. Every single prominent person and like revolutionary person that's really impacted the world has started from, well, first from individuality, like like looking into their own lives, getting spiritual, even getting religious, and then creating this this grassroots level approach they started with themselves then they started with you know maybe it's their family but maybe it's a different form of family like close friends or close people in their lives that also share the same beliefs and values uh they start on this local level this grassroots level every single one of them did okay so back to this epa blog quote i know it was a bit of a digression, but <laughs> but bear with me here. Uh, this is this is adding on to basically saying, you know, the, the the distinction between big, giant environmental organizations and grassroots community focused organizations. Really good post. I'll share I'll share all this in the show notes. Like I shared the the uh, fourteen precepts. And then all the other like interviews and stuff, it's all in the show notes as per usual. So here it is. I have heard it argued that these distinctions are unimportant because regardless of the business model, grassroots and big environmentalism, quote unquote, all want the same things. But it's important to realize that communities don't usually band together simply because, quote unquote, everybody wants clean air and water. They do so more forcefully because their sense of place is threatened by dirty air and dirty water. The reality of attacking a local threat is a much stronger motivator than an issue that is a diffuse and amorphous threat that attracts empathy and donations. The momentum generated by a movement serving actual communities and local constituencies presents an enormous advantage in terms of the payload it can deliver. So it's basically saying like, it's just, it's just pro grassroots. I mean, the whole blog post is about 
is about, I think it's literally titled Grassroots Mojo or something like that. <laughs> but, so it's, it's really just saying, you know, yeah, there's this, there's this, there's this argument to be had about, yeah, everyone's on the same page, we're on the same team, but, but in reality, if you want to gather support, you know, people are, people are going to care about their backyards, right? And they're going to care about the local hiking trail, forest being cut down. They're going to care about, you know, natural gas and their water system or, or what have you, right? They're going to care about local issues. And, and the issue is that there are, there are a lot of grassroots organizations forming, but I think there's still a lot of focus on, on these big, you know, get things done, revolutionary organizations that, that take on, you know, big court cases or take on, you know, big lawsuits or what have you, like they're doing things that are huge, but, and and so it's, it's easy to focus on them. But in reality, if you want to get everyone on board and, and get people that actually care, which is really everyone, you have to look at this grassroots level and you have to get people and say, hey, this is happening in your backyard or hey, this is going to affect you in this way. And you can't, you can't come from a global level and say, hey, we're going to change this law and make you pay more taxes and, and make you struggle more and, and this is the way it is and I don't really care if you don't understand, right? So, so it, that's the argument that they're trying to make, I think. Yeah, I think I think if we don't start with with ourselves and if we don't start on this local level, super local as in like inside us and then local as in like our immediate friends or our family even, local as in our community, local as in our nation then. If we don't start completely grassroots, I don't know if we're I don't know how far we're going to get. And I and I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of religions, a lot of philosophies, I think that's what a lot of them are saying, right? And and whether whether or not, you know, that's their goal is to change the world. I don't know if I don't know if that was the reason for the birth of these religions or philosophies is to change the world. But I think I think they want to help people. Right. And, and by helping people, you will change the world as a as a uh, after effect. So I think Deek Nakhtan is is on par with this like grassroots level, too. Um, so he said he said in Buddhism, we speak of collective action. Sometimes something wrong is going on in the world and we think it is the other people who are doing it and we are not. But you are part of the wrongdoing by the way you live your life. That is why to learn to change our way of daily life so that there is more mindfulness, more peace, more love is a very urgent thing. And we can do that beginning now, today. And then I, I really like this, this because this kind of goes into uh, talking about like how to deal with with these issues like mentally and, and, and emotionally. And, you know, I talked about like how to deal with like climate catastrophes and the suffering and, and these negative things going on, how to manage this. Right. So he said, activists have to have a spiritual practice in order to help them 
suffer less, to nourish happiness, and to handle suffering so they will be effective in helping the world. With anger and frustration, you cannot do much. So I've been hearing, you know, I've been hearing this a lot and and it's so funny when I when I post episodes, I I get I like things come into my life that that kind of remind me, hey, like make sure you talk about this next time and make sure you explain this better like without people telling me. Like things come to my life. So so like JP Sears did a video I think on Instagram, no, maybe YouTube or, or both Instagram too. He talked about like acting. He brought up like acting from anger and how, you know, how bad that can be, right? And, and getting so angry and, and just adding to the noise. I think that's what uh, the, the founder here talked about with, uh, with Buddhism is, is with anger and frustration, you cannot do much, right? And so I, I think... What, what I'm trying to say is like when I talked about, if you haven't heard the last episode about like climate catastrophes, I basically said you need to harness, you know, your emotions and you need to acknowledge them and say, hey, like I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling these emotions about this. Write them down and know that you felt this way so that you don't forget it, right? It, that those, those emotions can help you build your why, right? They can help kind of translate your why into words, right? And, and, and it's kind of a slippery slope saying that because it's kind of sounds like I'm saying, yeah, yeah, bottle up all that anger, use it, use it for fuel and use it for action and just act angry and, and contribute to the noise, right? The noise in society and just yell and scream and kick and, and want your way with no, with no, uh, with no real like action, right? And, and so I really try and say, you know, especially after like thinking about what I said in that episode, I'm thinking about like it's, it's I'm really not saying act on your emotions. I'm really saying let those emotions sink in, feel them and then drive them to something else. Right. Drive them to a positive emotion. Right. And know, learn how to to shift it into something else. Uh, and honestly, um, that's not my expertise at all. Like that's, that's not, I have not any sort of spiritual, emotional guide of any sort. I am environment. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of people out there like JP Sears, who's, who has, has the experience and has that kind of knowledge. Uh, let's see who else JP Sears, Preston smiles, uh, Buddhists, like, like, like the one I'm talking about here and, and, you know, channeling these emotions and dealing with these emotions. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to come out and say like, like, I don't, I don't think like using your, your hate or your anger or your emotions and just using that into action is really the way. And maybe I didn't explain that well enough, but yeah, I really liked this, this end of this quote because this idea has been really in my head a lot ever since putting out that episode. That's so funny that how that happens. Like it's almost like I'm subconsciously looking for ways to do better next time. And so those, those maybe come into my life. Um, so wrapping up here, I mean, let's, let's talk about this, this liberating yet, yet terrifying way of thinking. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's terrifying in the way that like, we don't really, it's like, it's almost like we're giving up control. And that's what I mean by terrifying. It's not like this horrendously scary thing, but 
But yeah, I mean, it, it could be. It depends how you look at it. So I, I posted this blog post to my Patreon page, and it's about surrendering. And I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're a patron, you, you probably already read it, and sorry that I'm explaining it again. But if you're not, you can sign up on Patreon and, and uh, get that blog post and get everything else that comes uh, as I post it. So I talked about surrendering, right? And, and kind of giving in to the universe or giving in to the way of, of nature or, or what have you. And I, I applied this really to the personal areas of my life. I was talking about like my path and about money and, and we all can change and the, the things and goals I had, right? And, and really, this can be applied to the whole world. And I think, I think this is really what, what we're getting at um, with this whole Wu Wei thing, right? The whole, you know, surrender to the universe is really them saying surrender to the flow of nature, right? And so, you know, if we, if we worried about, if we worried about the planet, you know, if we worried about, if we're worried about society or, or people, it's 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 really tough and it's really it's a muscle to flex but but if we if we believe in this and maybe you don't but but maybe we can say whatever will be will be right and and no matter what our action is like if if we act on on this way or another if we act in this way if we act accordingly if we do this if we don't do this if we don't act at all Maybe whatever will be, will be, right? No matter what. And whatever is meant to be, will be meant to be. And the action we do take, the action we don't take, maybe that's what it is, right? <laughs> Not in the form of, oh, then I can just I can just choose to do nothing in the world, right? And whatever will be, will be. Uh, I don't think that's what, what I'm saying. That's not what, you know, Wu Wei means. That's not what Buddhists are saying. I think I think it's really just, it's really just surrendering, surrendering to, to what you feel in your heart and what you feel is right and, and surrendering to the flow, right? And I think a part of what we feel is really the flow of nature, the flow of universe, the flow of God. What, whatever you believe in, if you don't believe in any of this, maybe you can just think about uh, you know, your actions having consequences or our actions not having consequences or not having an effect, right? <laughs> so, which can be like sad, can be depressing, can be scary, I think. But I think it's mostly liberating if you look at it in a way of, of hey, you know, it, the small things are small and the big things can also be small. <laughs> but, but we get to choose what we believe is right in that process and... and I think, you know, these these Buddhists that have been interviewed and that have been talked about in this episode would probably tell you that that even though whatever is is and whatever will be will be, I think we should still be living our our most compassionate, authentic, loving and mindful lives. I think if we cut through the noise, you know, we be still in a society that's that's flailing all around and kicking and screaming and demanding, demanding and not acting themselves. Um, I think if we do this, we can we can do quite a bit. And who knows? Maybe if maybe this maybe this 
whatever will be will be maybe that's per- people getting shaken off the planet right because <laughs> we're treating it so bad and and that's fine like that's that's what's gonna happen and and i mean death is a part of life and god it's kind of scary to think but but uh i think in the meantime we need to do what we feel is the right thing and and live our most authentic lives that's all i've got for you (laughs) i hope you learned something from this episode i know it was maybe maybe 65.7 percent quotes from other people but that's because i'm definitely not a spiritual wizard or a or a life coach guide of any sort (laughs) and i'm proud and happy to not be that because that's that's just not my focus and that's not my i guess my passion i I love helping people but i'm doing it in in what i believe is the best way for me so if you enjoyed this episode please share it around you can also help me out by donating to my patreon page it's just at patreon.com slash we all can change you can pick any tier so you there's like a two dollar tier which is buying me a tea i think i called it there's a five dollar tier which is i think i call it like discos for discounts and and uh i guess updates and so i mean really really what these tiers are it, it creates this this personalized, more community aspect around we all can change. It's a little bit dives a little bit deeper into my life, into into these issues, and gets a little bit more personal. And you get to kind of see insights and backgrounds and and uh, all these benefits that you get from these tiers. So you can just do two dollars a month. You can buy me a tea for the price of a tea. You can keep me advertisement free. <laughs> I'd rather rely on support from my followers and from this community than shove a bunch of businesses down your face or down your throat. But that just kind of sounds gross. So I just maybe just say in your face. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash we all can change. Thanks everyone for the support on that. I really appreciate it. Let's see what else. If you want to stay updated on what's new, you can go to weallcanchange.com and enter your email at the top of any page. So you just get an email every week. It's every Sunday morning. It's like uh, it's like Sunday church. <laughs> it's like eco church, <laughs> or it's like reading the the Sunday sustainability paper, but not paper. It's more like a hologram because that's way more sustainable. I mean, my email's taking up cloud space somewhere which has a footprint, but it's probably better than a newspaper. So that's at weallcanchange.com. Enter your email. And yeah, you just get updates like like podcast episodes, blog posts, what's new in my life, maybe what's new in the world. Uh, although I've realized like if I do too much what's new in the world, it gets a little bit sad. So it's a lot of positive stuff, you know, all positive here, all good vibes, but all while keeping it real. So, so you know, you know me. Keep it real. <laughs> God, I'm just talking to talk. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you next week or I'll talk to you on this week's email. Thanks a lot, y'all. Take care. <laughs>